This is episode number 231 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and confident speaker and presenter. When folks ask me what I do for a living, I, I, I'll sometimes answer, well, I help people eliminate public speaking fear. And it's always fun to watch the looks on their faces when they kind of process what I said. Inevitably, they typically kind of respond with something like, well, you do what? Or how exactly do you do that? And the process is actually really simple. Anybody can reduce public speaking fear if they follow a simple three-step process. So over the last 20 years, our, our great public speaking class instructors have really perfected the absolute best ways to reduce anxiety symptoms. And, and we've organized that process into, a, into three simple steps. And these steps work every single time. So in this session, we're going to explain this really, really simple process. However, if you're looking for public speaking tips, you know, sometimes folks will do a search and they'll see this and they'll go, oh, I need some tips. That's a little different than what we're talking about. And I'll, in fact, I'll put a link in the show notes to the 10 ways to, to eliminate public speaking fear. And um, that way you can kind of access those tips. So in this episode, we're not going to give you a bunch of tips about how to reduce stage fright. Instead, we're going to show you how to become a great public speaker so the nervousness goes away altogether. Uh, by the way, the episode is sponsored by Fearless Presentation. So if you are looking for a faster way to reduce public speaking fear or, and you, or you want to become a more persuasive speaker, we've got two-day public speaking classes coming up in cities like Phoenix, Dallas, Tampa, LA, Denver, Philadelphia, Boston, Washington, D.C., Miami, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Minneapolis, and Salt Lake City. We've also got a virtual class in January. So if one of those classes that I just mentioned is not close enough for you, um, just make sure and check out the uh, the schedule on fearlesspresentations.com for details. You can go to the virtual class or look for a date that a class will come to your city. All right, so let's get on with today's topic. So the title today is How to Eliminate Public Speaking Fear in Three Simple, Easy Steps. So if you get nervous speaking in front of a crowd, guess what? You're normal. The fear of public speaking is not a social disorder. Okay, well, technically it, it kind of is. However, if you're getting a dry mouth or your blood pressure goes up or you get nervous making eye contact when you stand up in front of a group, it's not necessarily because you have some type of social phobia. Stage fright is one of the most common fears, and a lot of people experience it. So in fact, fearful there are fearful speakers are way more common than great speakers. So surveys show that up to 80% of the general population has some type of presentation fear. In fact, I'll link to a, a post in the show notes that will kind of show you the different statistics if you if you kind of want to see them. But the point is, is that if you're feeling that nervousness, guess what? You're, you're normal. If you think that isn't true, 
the next time that you stand up in front of a group of people, just say the following, just say what I'm going to tell you to say here. One of you is going to be our guest speaker for this meeting. And then pause and just watch the audience's re- reaction. The, the flight response will quickly kick in to most people. Watch how fast your audience members have an important phone call to make and, and that kind of thing. The good news is, though, is that this nervousness is the most common form of anxiety. And all of the best public speakers in the world didn't start out as one of the best speakers in the world. <laughs> they They were nervous speaking in front of others, just like everybody else was. So eventually, though, they conquered that fear and you can do it, too. So let's kind of cover these three really simple things that you can do. And again, these are not tips. These are not, you know, hey, do this thing. It's basically this is a process that you go through. So go through this three step process over and over and over again. You're going to come out on the other side way, way, way more confident. So. Um, the the first thing that that, that you want to do is you want to identify where the public speaking fear is actually coming from. If you know where the fear is coming from, you can mitigate the chances of it appearing the next time. The second thing is you want to minimize the risk of failure when you present in front of a group because once you know where the fear comes from, you can look for ways to to minimize the risk when those situations occur. And then the third thing, and this is really one of the most important parts of the of the learning process is you have to stack up a series of public speaking successes. So when you practice the skill and have a success, your confidence is going to grow. So the faster that you can have a series of successes, the faster your confidence is going to grow. So let's go through each one of these in a step-by-step process so it's easy for you to implement these things. So the first one, again, was to identify where the public speaking fear is coming from. Fear or nervousness most often comes from situations where there is a risk of loss or a risk of danger. The more dramatic the risk, the more nervousness that we're going to experience in that process. So this nervousness, by the way, is normal. In fact, we experience it just about every time we try something for the first time. For instance, the first time you ever drove a car, you were most likely nervous in that situation. That You you may have started learning in a parking lot, though, with cones that you had to kind of drive into. However, after you had a few successes, your nervousness likely decreased somewhat. Next, you likely started driving in a somewhat deserted neighborhood. Then you practice on a busier street. Then finally, once you got more comfortable, that then and only then did you move on to the highway. At each new stage, you felt that nervousness again. As soon as you came out of the parking lot, you felt nervous when you were on the the, the uh, neighborhood streets. When when you you got really good at doing that and you started going on busier streets, you got nervous again. When you started driving the highway, you got nervous again. So that by the time that you started driving on the busy highway, though, driving in a parking lot was probably kind of second nature. It's much easier. There was no nervousness in that in, at that point. So the point is, is that public speaking fear is a natural part of the growing process. It lets you know how far you've come in that process as well. Public speaking fear, it's kind of like, you know, riding a roller coaster for the first time or going to a haunted house as a kid for the first time. Each of those situations was probably nerve wracking the very first time that you did it. However, after you experience them a few times, you kind of realize that the fear, although very real when you experience it, is often highly exaggerated. So the first thing that you want to do is discover where this nervousness is coming from. Do you get more nervous in front of large groups or do you get more nervous in front of smaller groups? 
If your boss is in the room, does that make you become more nervous in that situation? Do you get more nervous in a small group because you're afraid that they're going to ask you questions? So the answers to these questions will kind of help you create a plan to help you perform better in your in your next public speaking event or next meeting. So schedule more speeches in front of larger groups if that's the thing that makes you nervous. Um, or if you get nervous speaking in smaller groups, schedule more meetings in smaller groups. Or if you get nervous when your boss is in the room, invite your boss to your next meet, to your next speech, right? To your next speaking gig. Um, th then prepare for those speeches a little differently by doing step number two. So step number two is you want to minimize the risk of failure when you present in front of a group. Once you know where that fear comes from, the next step is to look for ways to minimize the risk when that situation occurs. So in this step, you want to start small. For instance, if you typically don't speak up in a staff meeting, then look for a way to voice your opinion in the next one. Or you could volunteer to speak at a, a, a social club like a Rotary Club or a Kiwanis. These clubs look for guest speakers every single week. So, and the risk, by the way, is low for this type of speech because you can't get fired. If you if you blow the Rotary Club speech, it's not like somebody in the Rotary Club is going to say, oh, you're fired, right? Uh, or you're not going to lose a big contract. <laughs> you're not going to be embarrassed speaking in front of people that you know, because you probably don't know any of these people, right? These, If you're a guest speaker, it kind of lowers the risk down. So if you bomb the speech entirely, who really cares, right? But if you perform well, you're actually building confidence. So if you go and speak in front of that group and people compliment you afterwards, now all of a sudden that confidence is going to grow. And a lot of times it'll grow very, very quickly. Um, by the way, I'll put a link in the show notes to um, a, a session that we did a few weeks ago about how to find venues to, to speak at, to get practice. You can actually go to a lot of those places as a good way to kind of lower the risk. Another great way to practice, by the way, is to ask questions when other speakers are, are presenting. This allows you to get some practice and become the center of attention for it, for that specific moment in time. But then once the speaker starts to be, begins to answer the question, all of a sudden the focus is off of you. So it gives you small situations where you get a chance to kind of practice with a very low risk of, of failure. Each of these situations, by the way, allow you to speak in front of groups more, and they also have a relatively low risk of, of failure. For instance, staff meetings are pretty forgetful for the most part. Once everybody leaves the staff meetings and, re and returns to work, it's uh, the meetings a distant memory. After a few more meetings, nobody even remembers any of the details that happened in the meeting that was three weeks ago or four weeks ago or something like that. So um, the, the, the more of these types of things that you do, the more practice you'll get. And like I said, very low risk of, of um, having something bad happen in them. As you have a series of tiny successes, your confidence will begin to grow. And then in addition, as you speak more and more, you want to start looking for opportunities that are more challenging than the last time that you got up to present. So just as we started off in the parking lot when we were driving, if all you do is stay in the parking lot, then you're never going to really grow as a driver. You're not going to really accomplish a whole lot. So for instance, one of the reasons why the Fearless Presentations class, the class that a lot of my instructors teach, uh, works so well is that our instructors will assign a very simple presentation at the beginning of the class. And then the instructor will coach participants before and actually during that speech so that there's no way that they can fail. 
So basically, we're lowering the risk of failure dramatically. I mean, it, it's possible, but really, really, really unlikely that anybody can fail at the really simple speech right off the bat, especially with all the coaching that we're giving them. And then once they do well, which they will, then we reinforce the success by giving positive feedback. Then little by little, we increase the difficulty in an easy to follow step-by-step manner. This allows each student to grow in confidence every time they give a new presentation. And that leads us to step number three, which is that you want to stack up a series of public speaking successes. Because when you practice public speaking skills and you have a success, then your confidence is going to grow. When you have what you perceive to be a failure, then your confidence will will not grow. It'll it'll actually shrink. Your nervousness is going to grow in that situation. So it's important to stack up a series of successes in a short period of time. That way, if something negative does happen, it doesn't destroy your confidence. A lot of times just one of those negative experiences can take away some of the positives that occurred from three successes. So the best way to do this is to look for opportunities to speak that you might have passed up before you started this process. And if if those opportunities don't present themselves, then go and make opportunities for yourself. This process is like practicing in a sport. You know, if a kid only does batting practice once a week, it's hard to build up any momentum. However, if the kid practices at home just a couple of extra times per week, the kid's batting average is going to increase and a lot of times it's going to increase pretty dramatically. The point is, is that you can't gain confidence if you never come up to bat. So by the way, the the COVID pandemic increased this specific thing exponentially. It became a major, major, major problem that, that a lot of people are just now starting to deal with because the average person during the pandemic spent a year, sometimes two, without presenting in front of a room at all. And now that these speaking opportunities are increasing, that nervousness is also increasing. So if it's been a long time since you presented in front of an audience, it's important that you get back up on the horse pretty quickly because you want to look for opportunities to speak, Um, get more presentation practice into the process, stack up a series of those successes. If you do this, you can eliminate your public speaking fear really forever. So as we end, I want to give you the absolute simplest way to reduce presentation nervousness, to put this three-step process into practice. Now, at the beginning of every session, I kind of tell you that, hey, this session is sponsored by Fearless Presentations. And a lot of times people go, oh, yeah, he's just kind of promoting his stuff. Well, I mean, the, the Fearless Presentations classes, that's what keeps the podcast going. I mean, we don't make any money off of off of the, the podcast. We basically um, are trying to help you reduce nervousness in hopes that if you're ever in a situation where you need our help, you you come to us. And a lot of people do that. That's what that's what keeps the podcast going. But if you want the simplest, easiest way to reduce public speaking fear and put that three step process into practice, come to one of our two day public speaking classes. You will experience the power of this simple three-step process firsthand. We've trained over 20,000 people in the last 18 years, and we've never had a single person fail. So if you want to increase your your confidence dramatically, this process really works, and it'll it'll work for you as well. So go to fearlesspresentations.com for details. All right, so thanks a lot for being a part of Fearless Presentations. See you next week. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.